What would you say if I told you that was the appetizer? That w- oh oh wow. That's not the main course. Wait, do I need to turn you back up? Yes, please. Okay. Um, hey Homer, what do you think of the Nerdburger podcast? Mmm, Nerdburger. <laughs> <laughs> because, he likes it. Yes, because <laughs> Homie likes it. <laughs> Six. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy in Skype and a dog doing something. Downward facing dog. Hey, how about that? Would you little yoga doggy? I'm Mike. I'm Craig. Here we are. We are here. This is where we are. <laughs> this is us. In this place. The TV show. <laughs> that is current. What? The TV show? Yeah, there's a sh- TV show called This Is Us. It's a. Who's in that? It's a family drama that makes you. Uh, Peter Petrelli. Trying to remember which one that was. Uh, Peter. <laughs> the older it, one or the younger one? No, uh, that was Nathan, the older one. Peter's oh, the, okay. Peter's okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, nurse. Yeah. Who, the nurse. Well, he was a therapist and a nurse and an EMT. And For like two episodes. Well, in every episode, every, every time he did have a job, he was in <laughs> care. He yeah. took care of people. That was his When he thing. wasn't. But tra- Milo tra- Vent. When he wasn't trapped in a cargo container. <laughs> abandoning an Irish girl in, in a non-existent future huh? when they changed time. That. He took the, the Irish girl in the second yeah, season okay. to the to the crazy future where all the heroes are being hunted, and then he time-traveled out of there, and they changed the past, and they left her there. Well, shouldn't it, it just change around her? Like, no. Like it changes around Einstein? It doesn't. That's not how it works. There's multiple timelines. <laughs> that's not how it works Hero time-travels and oh, sees man. hero. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's one of the giant plot holes from the second season that was a precursor of everybody going, ooh, maybe they don't know what they're doing with this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the first season was a fluke. Um, let's talk to our guest. That's right, it's Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello. Hello, little brother. Hey, big brother. that's very arrested development of you nice (laughs) yep hey Hey, brother hey brother hey hey, father uncle (laughs) (laughs) hey uncle father uncle father (laughs) oh there's talk of another season yeah maybe 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 i heard recently said that they're still trying to pull something together again the course the challenge is you know they all have careers now yeah and like, you know, are successful because the show was good or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to share something with you guys. Mike. Craig. Don't don't jump right into it, but just pick one. Pick a oh, movie boy. in your head that is twenty plus years old that um our our audience members have probably seen, but that has a twist or a reveal or something at oh, the end, like a oh, big moment. Oh, okay. Usual suspects. Okay, everybody, Kurt, you seen Usual Suspects? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, Mike, ruin the ending of The Usual Suspects. No spoiler? Just do it. Is that why it's Just 20 years old? ruin it. Okay, Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Sose. Way to spoil the ending, Nerdburger. Is that Bart Simpson? That's Bart Simpson. Saying Nerdburger? Yes. 
We win. How did you do that? I didn't do that. It was in the episode. What episode? <laughs> the most recent. Well, two episodes. Oh, he called ago somebody now. a nerd burger. He called Lisa a nerd burger for spoiling the ending of the. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a better recording. Of yes, that. we do. It's got some background noise. I talked. To, I emailed you earlier this week saying, "Can I hang around? We can maybe. I'll, I'll get Hulu on your machine for a minute. And we'll oh, try Hulu. to Hulu." Rec- Try to record it with well, unless you've got a feed that you can get this on on your computer. No, I know I can get it on Hulu. Um, yeah. So this was uh, this right here. Just getting a chance to use that constantly rather than saying spoiler after the and end this, of the, the weird little alarm thing where we <laughs> blurt out spoilers for no reason. <laughs> um, but you know that that alone, I get. I think is a reason for us to keep doing the show. <laughs> Um, for another four years, for another well, for another year anyway. Um, but what would you what would you say if I told you that was the appetizer? That w- oh oh wow, that's not the main course. Wait, do I need to turn you back up? Yes, please. Okay. Um, hey Homer, what do you think of the Nerd Burger podcast? Mm, Nerd Burger. <laughs> <laughs> because, he likes it. Yes, because <laughs> Homie likes it. <laughs> Bart calls Lisa Nerdburger, and <laughs> Homer's walking past at that moment. Mm, Nerdburger. <laughs> so we're going wow. to have to... Way to uh, go, Simpsons. Only four years behind. No. <laughs> this, is, this is remarkable. This is our monkeys on typewriters moment. If enough, you know, 10,000 monkeys type at 10,000 oh, typewriters yeah. for 10,000 years, they'll produce Hamlet. Yeah, sure. So we, if we give the if Simpsons a, enough years, they'll put the words nerd and burger together. Yeah, if we give a couple hundred Simpsons writers two and a half decades of putting together 20, <laughs> 24 shows a season, eventually one of them is going to string the words nerd and burger together. <laughs> it didn't take 10,000. Kurt has now alerted them on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So can I turn you down now? I suppose so we don't blow someone's ears out accidentally. Well, that was news theme. That was that was the (laughs) yeah that was the uh, the best I could do with my limited audacity skills to try to get that thing to. What was what was my excuse for you not being able to do that? What you asked me something? Did I even respond? You never responded. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it always takes you. It always takes you two emails to respond to anything. You never respond to something in the first email anymore. Um. So how's everything, Kurt? It's good. Um, solo and ensemble and pep band seasons are officially over, so I have a life again, maybe <laughs> for a few months. Yeah, and I would say March and April are usually quieter, and then May, of course, is another cluster. Sure. Um, I went to a hockey game last night. You went hockey. to watch a hockey. Hey? Hockey. So the I'm, I'm guessing neither hockey? of you are really hockey fans. What teams did you watch? I watched the Mosini Papermakers take on the Portage Lake Pioneers in the Great Lakes Hockey League, which is adult amateur hockey, which makes it great. <laughs> adult amateur hockey. I know it doesn't sound as – when you hear adult and amateur, you expect something else, but that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the adult amateur stuff is pretty good. The, well, ho- yeah, hey, the hockey, the whoa, hockey, whoa. I mean the hockey. Hey, no plot. <laughs> Yeah, the Great Lakes League is uh, there's like 10, 12 teams from Wisconsin and the upper mission, the upper peninsula. Mm-hmm. will all have you know the guys are all amateurs. They're all in their twenties, maybe early thirties. Okay. A lot of them played high school hockey. Some of them play college hockey. Okay, so they're and in, it's, they're in shape and they know what they're doing. Yeah, and they you know they do actually practice once typically once or twice a week, and then they do games on the weekends and all, all right. winter long. And 
Um, it's one of the few places that you can go where you might actually still see a fight in hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there was definitely some moments last night. I never got to an all-in-all brawl, brawl, but there were some fists thrown. And I watched a goalie throw off his mask and pads and glove to to, to barrel <laughs> someone down at a defender. Oh, nice. I've never seen that happen before. Are, is the uh, the paper makers? Is that the oddest name amongst the teams? I don't know if it's the. Is there anything name. else weird? Um, what kind of jobs do those guys have during the day? Just jobs, nine to fivers. Some of them are paper yeah, makers. Just I whatever imagine. they have. <laughs> I think most of them would be. <laughs> yes, that's all there is in northern Wisconsin. Paper mills. That's all Let's there see. is. What, what chemical the is other... that that stinks? Which Say one that again? doesn't? <laughs> Which is the most stinky, the stinkiest chemical used in paper making? The one that you can smell when from your, you know, in your car when you're driving through. I, I don't know. Um, all of them. <laughs> I'm not a chemist. I don't know which ones are the worst. Yeah, the other teams in the league are the Bombers, <clears throat> the Bears. I mentioned the Pioneers, the Ice Dogs, the Mutineers. Ice, Ice Dogs. Dogs. I like yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> the Mutineers, uh, the Falcons, the Wolverines, the Blues, and the Deacons. Wolverine! Do the ice dogs? Do they have a logo that's like an icy dog? Does he have like icicle teeth? Is he blue? Um, let me see. Wait, did you say? Uh, it's definitely like kind of blue, gray, and white. And there's not clearly icicle teeth, but it's but the dog is biting a puck. Oh, <laughs> nice! Did you, did you say deacons? The deacons, like, yeah, like church people. Sure. Like uh, there's also like the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. <laughs> Sherman Helmsley wasn't his character a deacon in, in he was that a show? deacon in the church, I believe. Yes. Yeah. What was some church called? organizations? Yeah, it's part of the administrative. Yeah. Hierarchy. I yeah, but you I go know. to a game in the Mosnia Rec Center, which is basically a pole barn, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and oh, oh yeah, and you can drink. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> there's alcohol for sale because, <laughs> of course, there is. Is the uh, a, best part is that you can buy a bag of beer. <laughs> is it like a heavy-duty plastic bag with a spout like, in the bottom? Like a, like a shopping bag, you know, like the plastic bags from uh, oh. Walmart or oh, your I... local grocery store. So, six cans for 14 bucks. See, I'm picturing of like high-quality stuff, I tell you. The bag that is on the, in, the inside of the box of wine, but without the box. And then fill oh, that would beer. be great. <laughs> so you just hold like it up over your head a literal bag full of beer and <laughs> yeah. you have to like punch a hole in the bottom and just suck on it <laughs> <laughs> recycle your wine box innards at down at the rec center <laughs> <laughs> help out the team <laughs> but hey i just gave them one, an idea <laughs> you know what would be even better than your you know bag of beer an actual bag of beer <laughs> whoa yeah yeah like it's just literally filled with beer and you have to puncture a hole in the bottom no it's got that if you use the if you reuse the bag from inside the box of oh, wine it has that spout. spout yeah it's perfect <laughs> i Everybody's went with my buddy rob and this is another first he likes to to yell at the back at basically yells back at the ice like some like you know someone might yell back at the screen during a movie <laughs> <laughs> and uh I do a little bit as well with something, but he, he was a UW Badger band musician. So he basically does all the things that he learned as a student when he was in, in Madison and he was shouting back at the referee. And at one point the referee flipped him off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
So, yeah, this, if you ever not have an, an opportunity to watch, like, amateur sports, especially amateur sports where people or like throwing punches is socially acceptable. <laughs> I definitely recommend it. I don't think we have any hockey leagues around here, do we? Probably not. Maybe you have amateur boxing though. <laughs> <laughs> there is amateur wrestling around here. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure so there is. I see Michael posting oh, something yeah. about going to it. All right, let's rock and roll here, everybody. What's news, Craig? Mostly on the left side. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our listeners won't get that joke because this gets crammed down to mono. Yeah. So that'll work. That'll even out for you at home. <laughs> but for us, it was like, <laughs> or you could just stop talking about it and news, cut this part out. Why is the news segment music coming from over there? Um, what's news, you say? Well, uh, the Oscars are upon us when this comes this episode comes out, the Oscars right. will have happened. Um, and I don't really care about talking about the Oscars. We've done that before. We've done that with Kurt. Um, what I wow. thought we would touch on. We've done this so many times <laughs> that we've already talked about the Oscars, a Not yearly this, event yeah, with well, Kurt. We've talked about it with <laughs> Kurt because we went through the whole list of, remember, the how you win a... A leading actor Oscar, you you can't just be a regular dude. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have something. <laughs> you have to have a speech impediment or a handicap, yeah. or you need to be crazy. Or mm-hmm. <clears throat> anywho, I thought I'd look up to see because you hear every year about the uh, the gift bags, the swag oh, yeah, bags yeah, yeah, that yeah. they give out to the twenty five people: leading all, all, actor, oh, leading okay. actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, and director. Sure, there's twenty five of them. They give these bags. Oh, the out producers there. don't get them. Nope, producers Poor aren't producers. worth that. Pfft. You just get a shot at best picture. That's all you get. Right. Um, and, you get, and you might get thanked by the director. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somewhere between uh, thanking their, their dog. <laughs> and, and the Korean lady that does their nails. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, and their <laughs> gardener. Um, but I went looking to see how much, you know, these things, they always talk about how ridiculously expensive they are and how much stuff there is in them. And Aren't they up into the, like, the, the multiple tens of thousands well, of dollars um, now? I thought perhaps we could uh, play the guessing game. Oh, is this a Price is Right rules? Price is Right style. Okay. Uh, oh. Mike, you go first. What's the value of last year's gift bag? Last, 2016. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Oh, okay. It sure. was a 40% increase from the previous year. Yikes. Oh, wow. So it went up a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say uh, $49,999. <laughs> <laughs> $49,999. Okay. Kurt? So I either have to bet, I either have to take one dollar fifty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> pretty how much this works, right? Yeah. Or you could try to guess closer. Yeah, you could if it, if, you, if you think it's higher or you know significantly higher or lower, you could try to actually zero in on it. Or you could just pick fifty thousand and screw Mike. <laughs> or one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I take the under. Yeah, I take the over or the under. Um, I'll take. I'll, I'll be sporting. I'll say sixty thousand. So I'll give him the gap. <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, Kurt still wins. <laughs> wow. Two hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. Last year. Last year. Oh, you know, up I from had... 160k the year before. I had you you want you know what the first number that popped in my head was always go with your first guess. Yep. And this proves that again, two twenty-five. That was the first number that popped <laughs> into my head, but I had no reference for it. I didn't now, know where it came Kurt, from. Realistically, if he had taken two twenty-five thousand, would you have just gone the dollar route? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would see. You would I would have won. Oh, yeah. Mike. I would have won nothing. Let's compare that to <laughs> the person who wins the award then gets the statue. Yeah. And when you add the so, statue's value to that total, yeah. how much of an increase is it? Percentage-wise. Percentage increase from just the gift bag to the gift bag plus the statue. How much is the statue worth? I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to, or am I going sure. first? Sure. Go, Kurt, I'm going to go. Kurt, the, you go first. Okay. I'll go first. Yep. I'm going to say five. No, not even three percent. Three. Yeah, that was kind of what I was going to do. I'll say five percent. Okay. Well, you're both overbid. <laughs> One point one seven percent increase. The wow. statue costs four hundred dollars. The wow. statue is like made out of uh, it's gold plated plastic pu- pewter. <laughs> so it's really heavy, but it's. It's barely gold plated. Yeah, it's it's, it's the it's like, thinnest of layers of gold on pewter. Yeah. So well, like, you know that it's very heavy because they always mention it in their speeches. <laughs> oh my god, this is so heavy. This is so heavy. <laughs> I look forward to bludgeoning my next co-star with it. <laughs> you don't have one of these, do you? Boomp. <laughs> So I'm there gonna go. bludgeon you with it, both literally and figuratively. Yeah. There, so there you go. I hey, I, I won the Oscar. <laughs> what what else have we got? I just uh I found that uh, interesting. Um, space news. Sure. Scientists have found an entire solar system full of Earth-like habitable planets. Habitable. <laughs> yes. All seven in the in the uh, Goldilocks zone. What do they technically call it? And I think they think habitable zone. They think that three of them are three of them are firmly really, like really good in basically near where earth is yes like Real in close. star trek terms they liquid are liquid water in star trek terms they are class m class planets, m planets. Yes. very good yes <laughs> you're welcome yes it is the trappist one system which stands for something Tra- uh, the transitioning planets and plan oh good lord how fun planetesimals small telescope in chile i believe you um how far away are they Ooh, thought they were, I heard about like 40 million light years, no, 40 light years, something 40, like that. 40 light years, exactly. Very yeah. good, Kurt. 235 oh, trillion miles. That's not bad. 40 light years? That's no. next door. Practically, yeah. That's 10 times as far as the nearest star. That's Which how close makes me that wonder, is. How, how has it taken us this long to find them? <laughs> <laughs> well... How long ago did we actually even start hearing no- news about exoplanets to begin with? Yeah, I don't this know. has really Fair. only been a recent thing that people have really been looking for. I think, I think maybe fifteen the, years. The technology tops, to fig, the technology to read with their you know telescopes and microscopes and telescopes and planetoscopes and whatever they're using up there to find to detect the specific things. Yeah. That says, yeah, that's some habitable. kind of tiny little light wobble or whatever. Yeah, some little something that that that's that, that, that says that, that, that only there's something s- around that star. So they that don't only really started even, happening yeah. recently. I think that we can detect that level because we just I'm now they know how far away. I from didn't the star start it hearing is. about a planet that was habitable until at most seven or eight years ago. I can't think of anything before that. Yeah, and there and it's been a lot recently. Yeah, like well, that's cons- because we're always consistent. we're always looking for it because we're hoping. Right. That, well, they but, have these these uh, you know these telescopes that do it. Well, and these uh, th- there are groups of people that specifically do this. Right. That's their job. Right. So 40, 40 light years. So if we could get rolling at one quarter the speed of light in a ship, this is a, like a generational colonization thing. Like you could get a ship where you could put enough people on there that their grandkids 
great grandkids, you know, whatever, just how many ever generations down the road you got to go, depending on how fast you can get moving, could potentially actually go. Or just put some toddlers on that ship, and then by the time it if it travels at light speed, by the time it gets there, they're our age. Well, and then they're really mm-hmm. like lazy and unmotivated and won't want to do anything. Well, Actually, if it's oh, traveling light work. speed, they're still toddlers. Yeah, they're still toddlers <laughs> at light speed. <laughs> we don't want to go to light speed. That's a bad thing. That messes with uh, time. That gets all timey wimey. Forty light Wibbly years. Wobbly. Doesn't Wibbly that mean that it takes it takes light. Them forty years at light speed? Yes, but if you travel at the speed of light, you start effing with time. Or according to uh, oh, what a theoretical. <laughs> okay, give it a shot. <laughs> Fire those toddlers off there. Wait for decades. I don't like kids. <laughs> Go for it. Turn turn the radio on forty years later and listen. Actually, eighty and listen. years later, because for them to send the radio signal back. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we need we need subspace communication. We do. Communication. Yeah, that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I have a better solution. Let's just take care of our own planet and not screw this up. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. Let's uh, (laughs) let's not overpopulate this one and actually kind of keep it so that we can keep doing stuff here. Because I kind of like my home. I'm good with that. Although I wouldn't I wouldn't mind colonies on on the moon. Hey, the three of us are doing are doing what we're supposed to do. I'd be cool with that. What's that? Not having kids. That's true. Ding. Camp. Can't blame us, as, as like my sister as with her four. As Doug Stanhope says, in twenty years, when you can find a parking space, you can thank this guy because yeah. I didn't have a, another kid to take up more space in that parking lot. <laughs> oh, let's, what else is news? Oh, let's see here. Um, Hulu has a uh, ordered a ten episode series. Of uh, of an anthology kind of thing, yeah. Um, from J.J. Abrams and Stephen King, <gasps> called Castle Rock. I'm Even guessing... strange, strangest things is that what it's going to be? No, it's called Castle oh, Rock. Oh, you guys think you know what you're doing over there at Stranger Things? Well, we'll we'll do it right here. Supposedly, the Steve. stories will revolve around the. The, the, the fictional town of Castle Rock and its environs. Cool. In Maine. The town that shouldn't exist because of all the things that actually took place in the Stephen King stories actually took place. Like, everyone would have fled town generations ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, long, long time ago. <laughs> well, he actually does address that in some of his books in the later ones, too, where he talks about, he gets into, you know, like, the like hard down. It, it's this matter of, like, you know, this is my home. It's the it's the pioneer spirit kind of almost like you, you know, I'm not leaving here. This is where I was born. This is where I'm going to die. This is where my grandpappy built this house, you know. And then that's okay because then they, that gives us needful thing where he, needful things, which is the last the, the last actual Castle Rock story that he wrote in the timeline, where uh, he basically destroys the town. True, <laughs> he wipes it all. <laughs> out. Um, but there's plenty of other stories, and so they'll probably take some of his short stories and and work some of those in there, and they'll come up with some new stuff, and yeah, I imagine, uh, or they'll maybe they'll just retcon the whole thing out, and Castle Rock still exists today. It'll be modern day. They may not go nostalgic era, you know, it may not be seventies, eighties, nineties stuff. We'll have to see what they do. And the teaser right now, I can't uh, read everything. I have to sit down sometime and watch it when I can freeze frame some stuff. The teaser is just like the camera moving through space, and it's just the titles of all these stories going by, like all the stories that are set in Castle Rock or right around hmm. it. So it, it makes me think that they're going to at least adapt some of them. Interesting, interesting. Speaking of Stranger Things, we didn't, we haven't talked about that. Mm-hmm. They had a little preview during the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. 
for season two, which we're not going to get until, is it Halloween? I don't know. But they're actually, in the show, it's Halloween. Like, that's right. that's the time period. They're, they've gone almost, what's well, like 11 months later. It's a yearish later, right? Yeah, because it was Thanksgiving. And they're all dressed time, up and in Halloween. Their, and they're dressed in their Halloween costumes. And they're all Ghostbusters. Yeah, because it's 1984, awesome. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and man, they had some, they, had, they have way better costumes than I made well, myself. Of of course that they year. Did. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> They're on TV. Did you ever see the the video snippet of all the of the kids from the show, the actual actors, the kids watching the Super Bowl? They're they're watching the Super Bowl and blah 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 blah, blah and then the ads come up and it's their ad. They, did they not things. know that it was going to be well, there? They, that that was that was the reason they were watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they saw the ad, they flip out. They're like, "What? Yeah, oh, look at that. Play, That's play. us. We're on the Super Bowl." <laughs> <laughs> So hey, look at that! What's coming? What's coming to Netflix? Besides Stranger Things too. If Ted McGinley has his way, oh no, oh, no. a reboot of Happy Days, <laughs> so he can ruin Happy Days again. Uh-huh. <laughs> do, do they have Ron Howard on board? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Ron Howard's going to take time away from his oh I don't know Oscar winning directorial career. I don't think he's won an Oscar in a while. Oscar nominated directorial career. <laughs> As one of well, the, he, one of the most successful, no, you know bankable what? Hollywood directors in the history of Hollywood, they'll get Clint Howard, yeah, <laughs> brother. Did you get Ron, Ron Howard? Though, of course, he can't be the kid, but he could be like the new owner of Al's Diner. <laughs> can he be? Can he be a raging stereotype? <laughs> oh, but we can go the ginger route with all the stereotypes. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's just some article here about uh, Ted McGinley. He's hoping Happy Days will get the Netflix treatment. The 58-year-old actor who played basketball coach Roger Phillips, he was a coach in the 1970s hit show, said Netflix should make the classic sitcom their next revival project. Happy Days should come back 100%, said McGinley. Oh, God. It would be fun to see what Fonzie is today, right? No, it wouldn't. Because you know how the show left off what Fonzie is today? He's a grandpa. Yeah. He he married a woman who had a kid, and that's mm-hmm. it's been long enough that that kid's got kids. He's Grandpa Fonzie, mm-hmm. <laughs> Grandpa Arthur. <laughs> now, admittedly, admittedly, he'd be the cool grandpa. <laughs> he'd be the grandpa who take take it for a ride on his Harley. Yeah. Is it? Is this all? Just he snaps the his fingers, and, that... and the Netflix comes on. <laughs> is this all just maybe a ploy that Anson Williams asked Ted McGinley to say this because he wants to be on TV again? <laughs> Donnie Most. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cabal. They're plotting. Let's say who can we get to to talk about this so that we can get back on TV? But it's got to be someone that the media will actually pay attention to. Ted McGinley. Oh, so they scraped the very bottom of the barrel of the media paying attention to. Well, they probably started with Winkler and, and uh, Howard, and they were like, uh, no, no we have careers. <laughs> Henry Winkler is busy being an awesome human being. Yeah. From interviews that I've seen with him on podcasts and stuff, he's just like a really good guy. You know, he spends, he, he does his acting, he does bit parts and recurring roles and all this kind of stuff, but he's just like, he's, he's raised a family and he's active in his community and he's a good guy. So guess what? Uh, the man, those thugs, those, uh, those hoodlums from the fifties can actually be great members of society. They can be contributing right. wonderful people. Or, or those guys who play those hoodlums from the fifties can, 
Fonzie <laughs> too. Nice Fonzie too. He got married, had a kid, raised a kid. You know. Well, he was never. He was never a bad guy. Not really. He was he was at his worst when he was wearing a light gray members only jacket. That's Remember <laughs> the leather right. jacket came later. Came yeah. later because the the, <laughs> the network was afraid that he would look like a criminal mm-hmm. if he had a leather jacket. That's right. There wasn't there some some story about how he couldn't be sitting if he was sitting on the motorcycle he couldn't have the leather jacket on but he could have the leather jacket on if, if he, he wasn't, wasn't on, on the motorcycle. motorcycle for a while. But both was a no-no. <laughs> and then they finally Said, you know what? Uh, people are not complete idiots. Yeah. They, they he, know that this is this is our breakout star. He's a good guy. He's helping the guys out. Yeah. But he was allowed to have a chair and a desk in the men's room <laughs> later in in a <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, in his yeah. office. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's enough on that news. Mike, what do you got? Wait, no, no. Kurt, I want Kurt, to you got something? Add. Sure. They maybe maybe they could do a. Maybe this is going to be like a spinoff, and they're going to bring Chuck back to life from upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Except now he's Clint Howard. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Played by Ron Howard's real life brother. That goofy looking guy. That you Chuck seen Cunningham the walks and upstairs didn't know what his name never was. mentioned again. <laughs> I watched I watched episodes of <laughs> Happy Days name, not too long ago, early seasons. Um that show's not funny. No. It's no, endearing. It's, it's endearing. <laughs> they tell a nice story. It has like five jokes an episode. I think it the, the funny factor ramps up later, but the first couple seasons, it's very mundane mm-hmm. almost. It's just like, oh, this here's it's the, like a, you're looking through a window into a family a, just a, like yours. It's a study in nostalgia. To an extent. More than, True. Yeah, more than anything. It's like, hey, can, let's let's look at the fifties. Yeah. It doesn't get funny funny until like season three. The first couple seasons, it's very just like, oh, it's a slice of life in this which, family. Which season did the actual shark jumping occur in? Five? Five, I think. Yeah. What happens when, when a show jumps the shark? When the shark is jumped, it creates some kind of space-time warp, and out of which emerges Ted McGinley? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Happy Only- days, married with children. What else did he ruin? <laughs> uh, he came on Love Boat later. Um <laughs> Well, hey, let's look him up. <laughs> let's take a look While at Ted McGinley's at credits. <laughs> Do we have music for this? No, but and uh, of course, <laughs> this this actually ties in nicely with another topic I had was to uh, honor another great character actor who has a lot of roles, and we'll we'll, we'll maybe segue into that. So Does let's start die? with no, no, no. Oh. He's he's alive. That's why I'm celebrating while he's still alive oh, and, and making movies. I've decided I'm not going to uh, mourn so many deaths this year. I'm going to instead celebrate the lives. Uh, let's see. What else was he Oh, in? you mentioned, yeah, The Love Boat. He was also on the last couple seasons of Dynasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was in the movie Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's you heard me right. Re- Revenge of the Nerds uh, 3 and 4. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the television movies. He was, yeah. In all, he was in all of them. Actually, yeah. no, he wasn't in the second one, was he? No, I don't think he was. He was in the first one, but not the second one? Yeah. Correct. And the guy I'm about to talk about was in the second one, but not any of the other ones. <laughs> uh, let's see. Married with Children. And he was in Dynasty Love Boat Happy Days. There's like one other in there that I'm blanking on that he ruined. That <laughs> he ruined. <laughs> well, about 10, 15 years ago, he was on Hope and Faith, but it looks like he was on the whole run of that show. Or pretty close to it, yeah. Yeah. A lot of episodes. Okay, so well, there you go. Um, but I thought we'd uh, we'd talk briefly about James Hong, beloved character actor James Hong. Yep. Hong. Do you know who that is? No. He recently had a birthday. 
How old um, is James Hong? Uh, he was born in 1929. Whoa! <laughs> so he's 88. Yeah, he's... Uh, his IMDb list... Hold on while I scroll. Oh, God. I'll just edit this out. No, you won't. it's taking too long. <laughs> Starts in 1954. Whoa! At the age of 34 or 35? I guess 35. 30, 32. No, not even 30. Because he was born in 1929. And also wasn't one oh, of you're these... you're right, 24. Wasn't one of these things where he yeah. kind of did, you know, a, a part here, a part there. He, you know, like hit 1954. And then starting 1955, he had like five, six credits. And then 56, he had a bunch. And he just took Is he off. in Cattle Queen of Montana? Let me check. <laughs> That's the only 1955 movie I know because of... Oh, no, it's not that. Back to the Future. <laughs> well, we can play the game of was he in that TV show because he's been a guest star in damn near everything. Yeah. We can actually play that game if you want to. But, I'll just guess um, yes every time. Well, here, here's... Uh, yeah. Here's uh, the first spot that I saw him in as something that you guys probably would recognize and, and he's notable... Is he Chinese or Asian? Long? Um, he's, or is, he's, it just, he's, is it spelled different? He's of a variety, yes. He's of a variety. <laughs> I'm not going to just jump in there and say, no, he's Vietnamese. I, um, he was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So he's American. Take that. Um, but the first time I... He's super American. Yeah, oh, geez. Was in the movie Airplane. When Ted is telling his story and everybody's committing suicide. Yeah. He's the, ch- the, the, the Chinese general, the Japanese general that commits Harry Carey <laughs> sitting in the seat next to him. <laughs> Um, and then uh, he's uh, he's Hannibal Chu in Blade Runner, and then probably the most famous most famously he's David Lopan in Big Trouble in Little China. He's the bad guy, or hmm. a bad guy, but he shows up in um, Revenge of the Nerds Two: Nerds in Paradise. Uh, you remember Booger from the Nerds movies? Yeah, sure. Booger was disgusting, and he burped all the time, and he you know picked his nose and wiped it on the shirt on his Thus shirt. his name, yeah. yes. Uh, well, in Revenge of the Nerds 2, he finds a sensei, a master, to teach him the ways. Yep. <laughs> and his The ways of what? The ways of being disgusting. Oh. <laughs> and uh, do you know what the character's name is, the, the, the master? I remember. <laughs> Kurt? Snotty. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he burps, and it's like nothing Booger has ever seen. Oh, <laughs> like wow. Like they do the burp thing where... Yeah. It just goes and goes and goes. And it's probably a recording of like a camel's orgasm or what was it that, that they used <laughs> to make that early, way back in another episode. Um, in Seinfeld, he's the maitre d' at the Chinese restaurant oh, in the famous okay. episode. Yep. All right. Yeah, yeah. Seinfeld, right. four? Yeah. <laughs> About five, ten minutes. <laughs> Excuse me, how much longer is it going to be? About five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. And he makes two appearances in The Big Bang Theory as Chen, the owner of the uh, Chinese restaurant that the guys go to, when um, when Sheldon is concerned that they're giving him orange chicken instead, instead of tangerine, tangerine chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did recognize him then as being the same guy from Seinfeld. That's but the guy. I didn't he, realize that's that the was guy him. he gets into an argument with. Yeah, and he learns Mandarin just to talk to the guy uh-huh. and butchers the language. Yeah, <laughs> and he's well, been he learns it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he you would assume that he actually learned it well because he was like there was one episode where he just learned Finnish. Like he was just sitting around learning Finnish because he had spare time when somebody came in. Well, he, he knew he he knew the words and some of the rules, but right. he didn't know how to speak it conversationally um, well enough to but make sense to someone. 417 credits. Yikes. Did you count them or does it That's the give total, you a total on the top of the list. <laughs> 
and that ranges all the way from you know one shot one scene character in a movie yeah. or TV show to recurring stuff in a, in a handful of bigger movies. He's got some recurring stuff. He's uh, well, he's actually for those of you who like the Kung Fu Panda, he's he voices Mister Ping. Hmm. He's the teacher. Um, so he's been in the you know the movies, the video game, the TV show for all that because he you know he's not the hoity-toity actor, big name guy like Jack Black won't do the TV show. He's the yeah. character actor who will you know do his effing job. <laughs> He'll do the TV show and the video game. Yep. So, uh, James Hong, we salute you. Thank you for bringing so many stereotypical Asian American characters to, and not American, just Asian characters. Because a lot of his early stuff, if you look at the list, it's like, ooh, yeah, I'm. That's some Charlie Chan crap right there. That's like really probably very offensive, yeah. like really overdone. Probably he probably spent about twenty five years doing that. Yeah, before he was able yeah. to play like real people, unfortunately, but it is what it is. You just want Happy me to birthday. say, yeah, you just want me to say ping pong over and over again. <laughs> you know, I actually know that language. I could probably, <laughs> I could. My I, parents taught me. I could probably just, you know, say some words <laughs> that don't mean anything that actually sound real. No, that's okay. Just say ping pong, ping pong. Oh, yeah, like those kind of roles. Yeah, those kind of roles. Yeah, or you know, squint your eyes even more. What? Like you Gee, I, I could do that. You don't look <laughs> you don't look Asian enough. Well, yeah. I'm I'm that way naturally. And and John Wayne did. Um when he played Genghis Khan. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, and yes. um yeah. Oh, Alec McGuinness. Alec Guinness played. Alec, oh, yeah, Alec yeah. Guinness. Did I Alec say McGuinness? McGuinness. I'm yeah. confusing him with the uh with his predecessor, Arr. his Obi-Wan predecessor. Alec McGuinness. <laughs> McGregor. Tur- turning him into a, into a Scot. Alec, Alec Guinness, Alec, yes. Alec Gregor <laughs> and Ewan McGuinness. And Ewan McGuinness, that's right. Alec, Alec Guinness played a Japanese guy. What was the, the name of that movie? It was some war movie, wasn't it? No, it was... was um, his, from his war movie days? I don't know. No, it's some old, some old woman living in Japan with her... Is it her her son or her daughter and their anyway her son and I think it's her son and her daughter in law and she goes off and starts in a like you know has an affair basically with this old Japanese guy but it's like I was so mesmerized by the fact that they had this obviously you know white British guy playing a Japanese man he was like towering over everyone else on the Aww. set you know and they they did the the really bad cheesy yeah. eye makeup and and he you know he talked like some of my characters on this show <laughs> all like all of your asian characters on this show oh yeah yeah all of all of my asian well characters. you know there's there's plenty of that in all directions or fisher stevens in in uh short circuit oh that's playing right. this, playing an indian, an indian guy, guy. did you say is the movie you're thinking of called a majority of one no as I searched here, because that's a movie where Alec Guinness plays a Japanese Buddhist businessman who lost a spouse and two children in the war. Aha, see, told you a war movie. Had something to do with the war anyway. Yeah. He also, I, I remember that too when you brought up, is he also played uh, Prince Faisal in Lawrence of Arabia, so he played an Arab. Okay. Alec Guinness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Hollywood. <laughs> hmm. We're in the most diverse country on earth. Where can we find an Arab actor? Well, I guess that is, that is the movie. I didn't remember that being. The, I didn't. I didn't remember that being the name of the movie. But that is it. You're that right. is the movie. Okay. And when we make the Great Wall movie, let's cast 
Matt Damon. Is that any good? Well, things you know don't really change. We need a we need a a, a native born Hawaiian of Asian descent. How about Emma Stone? Yeah, <laughs> half Asian. <laughs> oh. Here's here's my advice to uh, Hollywood actors out there who um, get lambasted for this kind of stuff all the time. You know, if they take a role in you know Jake Gyllenhaal and Prince of Persia, you couldn't get a guy that looked that like actually had Persian ancestry. Not that you want to use the word Persian. Okay. What? Middle Eastern, Iranian. It's Iran. Yeah. Well, Persia he's is very dark complected. I mean, yes, but he is Jake Gyllenhaal. I know. Not... <laughs> what, is... what is that? Is he from Minnesota too? Yes. My, 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 my advice. Yeah. My advice to uh, actors out there. I realize, yeah, you know, studios won't make these movies if they can't get a bankable star, blah, blah, blah. You want to affect change? When you are offered a role like that, turn it down publicly big. Make a huge deal out of it. Yeah. Call the studio out. Yeah. Make an example of them. Make a big stink so that it, no and, one ever tries to do it again. And everybody and everybody do that. Mm-hmm. And then we can stop bitching about whitewashing Hollywood and start getting people in roles that are appropriate. Um, that's my opinion. But instead, they'll take it and they'll have some, you know, they'll get lambasted for it and then they'll have some sort of press conference and interviews and they'll talk about blah, blah, blah. And there's some, they always have some reason. And it's always like, really? That sounds like complete crap to me. They'll sweep it under you the just, rug and they'll go back to their pedophile parties. Yeah, you wanted. Oh. <laughs> right? Corey, Corey wow. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's Frodo. Can't stop talking about that. Well, it's What's a problem name? in Hollywood. Yeah, apparently. Corey Feldman has talked about it for years, but nobody. Well, takes nobody him pays seriously. attention to him because right. he's Corey Feldman, right? And he dressed like Michael Jackson. Well, for because 20 he years. because he had dr- he, he he did the drugs, and he dressed like Michael Jackson for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean the 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 rumors. I don't know how deep they really go, but there's just too many people. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know, this is like you know denying that is happening is right in, right in line with denying Bill Cosby did anything wrong. Right. You know. Well, if Elijah Wood won't shut up about it, there must be something. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have. And there's no. Re- he has no reason to make that kind no. of stuff up. Mm-mm. In fact, he 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 might be damaging his career, career by doing it. Yeah, have you seen him in anything lately? Uh, yeah, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective oh, Agency, right. which is awesome. Is it? Oh, it's so good. It's so confusing, but it's so good. I've never. I never read those. I just read the. Um, doesn't make a difference. Hikers, but they're not the stories in the books. They're they're in the style of that world. Oh, okay. Complete, well, I figured they had to... They're their own stories. They had to expand on it. Yeah, they're spectacular. How many books are there, Dirk Gently just, books? Just two. Okay. Dirk Gently and Dirk, well, Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Yeah, James, um, regular guest of the show, mm-hmm. was a huge Dirk Gently I, I imagine he has watched it. If he has not, and James, if you're listening, you want to uh, find some time when you've got some uh, yeah, instead free of time there and gonna, you can lifting, download something. Instead of lifting comically large amounts of weights... Perhaps, perhaps exercise watch, your watch mind by watching America. By perhaps exercise <laughs> a mo- your mind by watching a uh, a mystery, trying to figure out what happened. I guarantee you, you will never figure out what happened because it's so weird, dude. It's based on Douglas Adams and it's got Frodo in it. <laughs> what more do you need? Um. Anyway, what else? What do we got? Anybody news? What do you got? Something you want to talk about? Do we have anything other than news to talk about? Sure. Because I have more news. Okay. <laughs> So, so go. <laughs> I, I saw the email, and the the gist of it seemed to be just bring lots of news. Well, and I came across something that's not specifically news, but that uh, fa- okay. falls in my wheelhouse. I thought we'd talk okay. about it. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, one iPhone 7 Plus blew up. And reported as news. news. And uh, yeah, the uh, the 18-year-old female managed to get video of it um, after it, it blew up and was smoking on the bathroom counter. Now think about that for a second, Craig. If you were at home and you woke up to your phone exploding, sparking. I'm listening. <laughs> the phone that you're looking at right now. Uh, <laughs> smoking. What would you take video of that with? What? what, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, my laptop. Oh, that, yeah. Do you have a camera? Camera in my laptop. Yeah. yeah, I could just pick that up and start recording. Point it at things. Okay. Or my other phone. <laughs> or I have my old. I have my old phone. Or I your, can still do things with it. It's charged. Or your boyfriend's phone. Yeah. Because he's sleeping yes. there with you. My boyfriend's phone. That's very in true. your bed when you're 18, mm-hmm. like this girl did. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's not even part of the story. It's like, hey, wait a minute. I guess she's in college. Are you or, implying something about me? Oh, okay. No, no. It's, no. Or I'm sorry, your girlfriend. That's a either, either one. I'm fluid. I'm cool. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> Does it make a difference to you? Hey, Kurt, can we uh, <laughs> put you on hold for a few minutes? Mike and I are going to get it on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, or Mike's for- going to try some conversion therapy. You don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you might also get punched in the face because that's uh, really, really harmful to people. And leads to suicide more often than it leads to any sort of help. That's because it doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> um, For all the listeners know, you and I are totally gay together. That's true. Nobody, you know, well. <laughs> Other than we've mentioned the wife. That means nothing. That means nothing. That means nothing. Mike has two beards. It's easy. You can explain that away. <laughs> you got the beard on your face. Oh, I thought you were making a fun <laughs> about the size of the beard on my face. No, I'm checking it out. <laughs> yeah, you're you're sporting a pretty solid beard there. Starting to starting to get into lumberjack territory. Okay, I'm going to put I'm going to push my <laughs> finger up through the bottom of my beard until it touches my chin. Okay, that's like a knuckle and a half. <laughs> pretty it's close. Pretty, the, pretty it's close down to the main knuckle. Pretty close to two knuckles there. Yeah. Mike went two knuckles deep into his beard. <laughs> oh. Is that an episode title? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, Allison's complained about it. I'm surprised. <laughs> I got a beard trimmer for Christmas. Have you used it? No. <laughs> well, the, the guards only go up to like three-eighths of an inch yeah, or something. Yeah, now, now you need to do some real serious sculpting. When, you, when your beard's that big, you got to really get I already have. You, you, do can, you just can't tell. Precision. <laughs> precision. <laughs> excising of no uh, you need to let the thing go and then start braiding it (laughs) well that too yeah captain lou albano beat it yeah put rubber bands in it Uh i have to trim the mustache because it doesn't grow right in the middle most don't grow very well there i tried to do the ron swanson mustache that's how this started (laughs) because i would just just stop trimming it and uh also it was movember right and uh and the middle doesn't grow at all i mean it grows from the top down but like the bottom part of it doesn't you can see there's like a little triangle of skin above yeah. my lip mm-hmm. but then like the hitler part <laughs> going out from he's now covering the up, charlie he's covering part thank you very much he's covering the, up part so, of his mustache so sorry curd what looking hitler i said the charlie, the charlie chaplin, chaplin part. part that's right the charlie chaplin part yeah <laughs> um <laughs> poor, that poor mustache yeah no, no one can have that anymore no one can be charlie chaplin they can't be a charlie chaplin fan they have to do the whole outfit and act like him and do the miming and everything yeah. they can't and they just, can't wear they can't the costume from him. that one movie 
No. It has to be his tramp character. <laughs> That's right. It can't be the the, the, the leader character from that movie. <laughs> but the uh, the Charlie Chaplin part only grows like just to the bottom of my lip. And then from there out, it gradually gets longer and longer until I get to the handlebar part. But then the handlebars, <laughs> I've got this like giant cowlick on the whole Van Dyke part of my face. Notice I said Van Dyke and not goatee because I know the difference. Um, Very good. Word nerd. It all curls from the right to the left. Mm-hmm. And so I can't let the handlebars get too long or else they, you know, the, the right side goes into my mouth. If you had grown up, if you had grown up in Australia <laughs> it, with my food, if you had grown up from Australia, it would be, it would be curving from the left to the right. That's all Coriolis <laughs> yep, effect. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's all that is. Yeah. When you flush the toilet. <laughs> yep. The toilet and my mouth. We just, <laughs> That's, uh, we just drew an analogy between an analogy. <laughs> between the, oh. the toilet and my mouth. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to decide between all of these episode titles. <laughs> I'm sure you'll come. I had a, you'll, that you'll problem last one. week. Somebody has to poop. Speaking of anal, <laughs> not me. The dog. I'm good. The dog's <laughs> whining at the door. Come over here. Kurt is on the line, dude. Like seriously, like your best friend <laughs> of all of our guests. He's your people. He's just staring at me. <laughs> it's because he's a dog. <laughs> also, so when, he's totally in charge of this situation. Yeah. So anyway, an iPhone one right. one iPhone uh, started smoking. Apple's <laughs> investigating. In related news, and I really don't want to keep talking about this, but gosh darn it! <laughs> Remember the Note Seven incendiary device Seven? Remember that? So they all got returned. All three point two million of them. Most of them. Well, the ones that didn't explode. To Samsung. So they're sitting on them. Guess what they decided to do with those returned, unexploded Note 7 incendiary devices? Sell them to Hollywood for special effects. No, they're selling them to India and for Bollywood somebody else. special effects. Emerging markets. Sorry, second world. Here, have a grenade. <laughs> Samsung can't, can't write off that many billions of dollars. So they're going to put slightly smaller batteries in them. And resell them as refurbished. I, it does, this article doesn't say if they're renaming it or if they're still. Good. I mean, they can't. They can't call it the same thing because people will know, right? But I guess if you're selling it to people in the jungle, I mean, they have cell phones, but they don't know what the news is. I don't understand this. I don't know. Oh, so Samsung. Okay, update. Samsung has come back and said, "No, we're not going to sell those in India." But it didn't comment on any of the other emerging markets mm-hmm. so sorry not india but everywhere else but places where they don't speak english P- places where brown people are because samsung hates brown people and wants them to explode and catch on fire <laughs> apparently i'm just you know take, taking that logically <laughs> to the next step that may not actually be in memos in korean <laughs> speaking of tech news mm-hmm. craig this is good news for you amazon is arguing in court that not only is everything you say to your Echo or Alexa mm-hmm. can protected by the First Amendment, but anything that Alexa says back to you in response is also protected by the First Amendment. They're arguing in a murder trial. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, Have you heard about I this? I know of the story. Yeah. yeah. Where, yep. So good on Amazon. <laughs> you, have, you have now separated yourselves from Google. In my mind, you are now better than they are. You are no longer Grizzle. Oh. 
Yeah, good, good, uh, good on you. There. I mean, you got the mic seal of approval we for can agree whatever that that's worth. Grizzle was Google and Amazon combined together. Whatever. Yeah. And I guess the ol in it was supposed to be Apple, but none of what they were doing was actually Apple-like, other than having a big campus, which they all have. Speaking of which, the new Apple campus, they gave it a name. Uh huh. Apple Park, with a K. Yep. Which many people have noted, including me, immediately the first time I heard it, that it's kind of a little nod to 40 years ago to Xerox Park, P-A-R-C, their mm-hmm. research center where Steve Jobs went and saw a computer mouse being used with a graphic user interface for the first time ah. and stole it. <laughs> and stole it. <laughs> and yeah. put it in all of Apple stuff, which then got stolen by IBM and put in all of PCs. And now we still use them today. Yep. Thank you, Xerox. I read, I read a thing on that. Uh, and I read about the, the, new, the new building. And I read uh, there was some comment that somebody made that like everything in that place is designed like an iPhone right down to the toilets. Yep. And I said, okay, so every it's all white and has one button. Sounds like my toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So have you read anything about the the construction and the the architecture? Not in, not one, specifically. No. One thirty second of an inch tolerances between materials. They had to. I'm not sure you can get away with that in an environment where the temperature doesn't, doesn't fluctuate. vary like California. Um, yeah, you can build <laughs> stuff like that in California all the time. That's no problem. Yeah. The um, build that in Boston sometime. Have fun. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason the road goes under your tire. Your whole roof's um, going to pop off yeah. when it gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. There go all our solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've told friends of mine when I've talked about architecture and everything about like what's what's. You know, what's the first rule of architecture? Water is going to get into your building. 75% of architecture is getting water out of your building. Um, and also... That's, that's most of the lawsuits, too, that happen. Yeah, and also I've told people that, um, believe it or not, your roof wants to fly away. <laughs> Every roof on a building wants to fly off. Uh-huh. Keeping the roof on the building is very difficult. It takes mm-hmm. work. Yeah, that's why they have things called hurricane pressure clips and, and winds and tornado yeah. clips. Everything and... want, every, yeah, the roof always wants to fly off your building. Let's see what else. So any anything you want to go to? Uh, do you have news still? What are you doing? I was just curious. I've got word nerdery for us to discuss. Okay, um, that was a rhyme. I'm a poet and don't know it. Okay, I've hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But my feet show it because they're long fellows. That's nice. <laughs> so here we have a story. From the that's picked up. Well, it's it's picked up by the Associated Press here, mm-hmm. and it's about self-driving vehicles. Oh, good. And uh, self-driving vehicles, murder bots. Go ahead. Yes, because <laughs> t- we we talked about this last week. Uh-huh. Um, could begin tooling down a bustling Atlanta street full of cars, buses, cyclists, and college students as the city vies with other communities nationwide to test emerging technology. Yeah, nationwide, ten sites were designated last month as proving grounds for automated vehicles by uh, DOT. Uh, Atlanta is not one of them, but they said, "Hey, we want to do it too." And you know what? What they want to use? They want to use North Avenue between Georgia Tech and Midtown by the Varsity. That's awesome. Which is like the one of the worst stretches of road you right. could possibly try to it's, drive through. It's also one that I never cross. Yeah, I avoid so I it. will never have to deal that, with it. That is one of my potential none, none routes of, to the of, highway I, that I never take. Yeah, none, none of the things <laughs> I do in my life on a regular basis take me through that area. And now I, I, I could I, go now through I'm that happy. area, but I don't. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy about that. Yeah, but funny, but the, the, the best part about this story and about when it happened is... <laughs> Is is Kurt that it's uh, the AP picked this up from 
WSAW TV. That's right, Channel 7, Wausau. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I don't know why. <laughs> Late breaking from the middle of Wisconsin. A story about Atlanta. Atlanta is going to have driverless cars. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> See, you look at that stuff. I never even noticed that kind of stuff. That's funny. Yeah, that's good. Oh, let's see what do we got here. Word nerdery, everybody. Sure. Nerd wordery. Wait. Word nerdery. Um, either one. Either one's fine. Um, sure, shirtery. Hey, what's your favorite German word that means like a whole sentence? Schadenfreude. There you go. Yep. Um, I bring this up because that's Schaden... my favorite German word. Well, period. Sure, but Schadenfreude is one of those words that has become ubiquitous. Everybody, is a close every second, everybody knows <laughs> Schmetterling is always fun. <laughs> Butterfly. <laughs> Butterfly. <laughs> um, but Schadenfreude is one of those ones that you see it absolutely everywhere. It's gotten ubiquitous enough that you actually seeing it being misused now. There's a time when it was being used. Oh no! Are they? Do, did people, Alanis Morissette write a song? No. <laughs> don't try to jump the shark. You're you're gonna fail. Is this like literally where people use it in the exact opposite sense of what it means? Well, that's yeah. That's that's an ironic ish kind of thing that they're trying to do with it. But the, no, this is uh, just something I've noticed that I've seen Schadenfreude used wrong occasionally because it's become so ubiquitous now that there's plenty of people who don't really understand what it means. There was a time when if somebody brought that word up, it was like, you know, you didn't know a lot of people who knew that word <laughs> and they used it correctly because it was kind of like a fun little thing for you to know. Um, because English doesn't have a lot of those where you've got a word that means like something has a, has a, a larger, I don't know how to describe it. Like a larger. Well, meaning. we don't have, we don't do compound words like Germanic languages do. Right. Because so, that's what those words are all compound words. They're, they they all they're all basically little sentences all smashed yeah. into a word, um, or like a you know a series of two or three words all smashed into one word. So yeah. anyway, like I found the pod. Yes, I found a list of uh, nice Pre- preview. We're gonna have to watch, we're gonna talk about Arrival one of these days. I'm checking with Jim to see if he's seen it. I've seen it three times. Three times, and I read the short story. Jeez. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm my, not. It's my favorite movie in like a decade at least. Oh, cool. And it's a word nerd movie. It's totally a word nerd movie. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Anyway, um, I found a list here. Technically, um, it's a semigram movie. Yes, on the mental floss. Semigram nerd movie. On the mental floss. The mental floss. Um, of 36, 38 wonderful foreign words we should use in English. Words we like schadenfreude. Yes, things, th- things that we need in our language to, uh, to be able to describe some of these undescribable things or these things that would take a whole sentence to describe. Okay. Uh, for example, um, when you're going to introduce somebody yes. to somebody else and you have a moment's hesitation where you don't remember for sure if you know the person's name. Oh, all that, the time. That little hesitation. I never remember anyone's name. That's called a tartle. A to tartle. The, to the Scots. A tartle. Oh, tartle. T-A-R-T-L-E. You just hmm. experienced a tartle. Tartle. So when you go to introduce me to somebody and you say, hey, Craig, this is, um, and then you say the you know name, then you can always follow it up with just saying, I just had a tartle. <laughs> T A R T something L L E L E. So is the tart is that does that mean something in in for for Scots? I don't know. It like means a, a part it, of a word it, like it means, it means panicky hesitation just before you have to introduce someone whose name you don't quite hmm. remember. Um, let's see what else do we got here on the list. Now I'm going to probably mutilate some of the languages here. <laughs> I don't know what Filipino sounds like, but it's G I G I L. It sounds like the lead singer of um, Journey. Gigil, I'm I'm assuming they have a hard G. I don't know for sure. Gigil, Gigil, G I G I L. It's the urge to pinch or squeeze something that is irresistibly cute. 
Like a baby's cheeks. Yeah, it's always yeah. so cute. The Filipinos have a word for that. Oh, let's see. Where's that? Where's that Hawaiian one? I love Hawaiian words because there's always like only four letters, but they're, <laughs> but they're long. Well, there's only thirteen letters in the whole alphabet. 13, 14, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Panapa'o is... That, sound, that sounds authentic. Panapa'o, because, it, yeah, it's got a glottal stop in there. It's got an apostrophe in the word. Um, it means to scratch your head in order to help you remember finding something you've forgotten. <laughs> no, when, you, when you're like, this morning, I couldn't find my keys. So while I was... Panapa'oing. I was panapa'oing while I was looking, <laughs> looking for my for keys. Yep. I was like, where did I put those? Scratch, scratch, scratch. <laughs> <laughs> L'esprit de l'escalier Literally From French means stairwell wit Stairwell wit A too late retort Thought of only after oh. departure <laughs> <laughs> Jerk store Jerk store I'm going with jerk store Yeah so then you gotta try to set him up again For the same thing yep. So you can make your witty your witty comeback. <laughs> it's that's a French de... term for ordering a giant plate of shrimp and having an <laughs> unnecessary second meeting. Yeah. <laughs> L'esprit de l'escalier. Or we, we could just England, Englishize it and call it stairwell wit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it means to have. <laughs> that's great. Um, that's, yeah, that is We good. do need all of these. All of these ones that you have said. We, we actually need these. Yes, most this, of isn't these just, we need. this isn't just clickbait. There's this is one legit. that I thought that you might have already brought up because <laughs> okay. the show has always mentioned something from Iceland that I found this winter <laughs> nice. when I was putting together my trip. And I love this word, especially for Wisconsin. You're Wisconsinites, you all understand this. It's called Gluyaveather, which translates as window weather. It's the weather in winter when it's beautiful when you look out the window, but that means you also know it's 20 below zero. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good to look at. Yeah. It's good to look at because in the middle of winter, <laughs> You want it to be cloudy because you know you'll, that will actually trap some warmth. When yep. it's really clear and the sun, the sunshine, you know it's cold outside. Yeah, you know? it's it's pretty, but it's cold. The air is yep. complete is super clear because there is zero moisture in it. Yep, <laughs> that's it. Translates literally as window weather. That's good. Um, yep. In Yid, in Yiddish, an impractical dreamer with no business sense yep. is a luftmensch. Oh, one, <laughs> one of the many varieties of mensch. Like a, a dude that's hanging out in the clouds. That are up in the air. Uh, Yiddish. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how this is going to be pronounced either <laughs> because I don't speak Danish, but H Y G G E. So Heige or Higi? Let's say Higi. It's uh, it's the pleasant, genial, and intimate feeling associated with sitting around a fire in the winter with close friends. Very specific. <laughs> wow. Now, I don't know that everybody in the country needs that, but certainly useful in, uh, like, ski lodges. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you go out skiing all day, and then you come back, and you have a drink, and you sit around the fire with your friends, and you experience higi. Wow. Together. You could, mm -hmm. you, you, you could start a chain of Danish-themed ski lodges and call them higi. Like, that would be your brand name. Nice and short and concise. And it literally describes exactly what you what you built that building for, right? Mm -hmm. That'd be perfect. And then you that. could you could serve Kringle <laughs> for every meal, <laughs> for every meal, and you could install really wide doors <laughs> and oversized tubs and toilets, king sized beds, because everybody who goes there will be gigantic <laughs> from all the Kringle. <laughs> like. I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought, do they have really abnormally wide doors in, in 
Denmark? No, you're kringling for every meal. Come on. Um, in Georgia, the country, not the state, um, they have a very, very concise word. Zeg. Z-E-G. For the day after tomorrow. Oh. I'm going to come back over here, Mike. Not tomorrow, but Zeg. Okay. Monday. <laughs> I mean, Tuesday. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, in Czech, oh, this is a great, great, uh, you know, definition. V y b a f n o u t It's uh, that's the uh, the entire action of jumping out and saying boo. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> I love this list. There's just there's a, there's other ones in here I'd love to talk. I just I know I'm gonna murder them if I try to say them. Oh, okay, Mike, you uh, or Kurt? You, okay, let's put Kurt in this position. Kurt, you you take a bite of a hot pocket. No, uh, uh like a Totino's pizza roll. Why would I do this to myself? <laughs> okay, well, okay, because it, because it'll allow you to use this word. You take a bite of a Totino's pizza roll. You get the lava hot thing. You get the lava hot squirts in your mouth. In your mouth and you sit there and you hold your mouth open and you go. <sighs> <sighs> but you don't take the thing out of your mouth. You just cool it off with your <sighs> panic breath, right? That never works. You actually have to spit it out. I eat a lot of pizza rolls. <laughs> well, it'll eventually work. <laughs> in, but it's not as effective as. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm over scraping dead burned skin off the roof of my mouth. In Ghana, that's called palinti. Palinti? Palinti. P-E-L-I-N-T-I. Palinti. Hmm. Literally means to move hot food around in your mouth. Huh. Can you palinti palinti with your polenta? (laughs) (sighs) And, of course, I got to take a shot at this. It's German, but this is is one of those ones that's going to become ubiquitous, I think. Because I've seen it. I've actually seen it before. Before this. Before this. Okay. Um, Buckfeifengesicht. Buckfeifengesicht, German. It is a face badly need in uh, badly in need of a fist. <laughs> Somebody what needs punching. Yeah. <laughs> Love those Germans. Well, you need you need to figure out how to how to alter that word so that instead of face, it's throat. Yeah. And then and then <laughs> instead of instead of throat it's junk and instead of punching it's kicking <laughs> then you can have your own variations on oh it. yeah my punch in the throat kicking, kicking the, junk. the junk thing yeah <laughs> i haven't i haven't threatened you with that in quite a while i must be off my game <laughs> I've just, or you're getting used I've, to me I've, to- I've come to tolerate you <laughs> <laughs> these weekly visits have uh worn you down yeah litost 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 is that scandinavian it's, it's Czech. oh for a state of torment created by the sudden sight of one's own misery. So you're you're mis- you're miserable uh-huh. and you suddenly realize oh. how miserable you are <laughs> and it makes you more miserable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought things were not bad. Oh man. <clears throat> so there you go everybody. We'll link to this. You can go check it out. There's 38 words total. We only covered what 8 or 8 or 10. Mhm. There's lots of lots of opportunities, and then there's a bunch of comments too, where people are throwing things in there that may or may not be actual words like these, um, but you know, it, it, there might be in there. So, anything else, everybody? Anybody got anything to talk about? 
I think the silence means go. no. I think that sounds like a no. <laughs> yeah. Are we? Um, did we hit an hour? I didn't keep track of where we started. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I've been I've been on the phone with you for an hour eighteen, so I'm gonna guess yes. So I'm feeling like that's a yes. Yep. 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 Okay. Well, Kurt, thanks for swinging by the uh, the internet yeah, and talking to us. It was a pleasure. Mike, Craig. Um, what should people be doing sometime in the next week to 10 days? We, we neglected to mention this at the top of the show. Yes. They, they should be emailing us. This at. is possibly your last or second to last chance to email us at nurburgershow at gmail.com with your one question. Ask uh, one question, one question only. Do not begin your questions with, can you tell me, do you know, I was wondering, or my question is, or we will make fun of you, and then we'll answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll have prizes, and uh, we'll have fun. Now, do we have more questions coming in? Have you looked? A few. A few? But they were from people who had already asked questions before. Okay, so uh, <laughs> hey, every, hey, everybody. Help Two us out. questions. Yeah, hey, everybody. Help Three us out. Ask, ask some questions. Guests, you are allowed to ask questions. You now, just can't win the prize. Now is the time to do it, because... At the next episode, it's only going to be a few, you know, when that By comes out, it'll be just out, a, it'll be just a couple of days. So we record. Left. Yeah. So now is the time to do it. If you want to jump on top of that. Um, and uh, what else? Where else? Where else can they find oh, us? Yeah. Uh, in addition to emailing us at nurburgershow.gmail.com, they should check out nurburgershow.com and at nurburger on the Twitters and the Facebook. And you can go to nerdburgergames.com for stuff about all the little game things that I build and design and create. And you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy my RPG, Murders and Acquisitions. Nerdburger, it's now Simpsons approved. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig, with the help of Jim, will uh, brainstorm a word for the... That means the enjoyment one gets out of hearing the Nerdburger podcast when it first comes out. That first time you listen to an episode. The joy, the sheer happiness okay. that one gets from it. We'll come up with a word for that. Because uh, Jim knows German and French and probably can string a German word together for us. Okay. So, Jim, uh, if you're listening, get ready to make up a German word. <laughs> Get your dictionary out and your German thesaurus, whatever that's called. Well, it's probably thesaurus. It's probably some big. (laughs) It's it's probably some big long word that means book full of synonyms and antonyms. It's just those words all Uh strung together. Yeah, (laughs) we will find out next week on Nerdburger. Nerdburger.